Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world. I'm Russell Tovey. And I'm Robert Diamond. And this is Talk Art. Welcome to Talk Art. How are you, Robert? Today, Russell, I am feeling inspired. Yeah? And creatively inspired. Because we are in Covent Garden, in the centre of London. WC2. Surrounded by creativity and ideas. Stuff, surrounded by stuff, Rob. Well, I know, but it's it's, it's not just stuff for us, it's... Carefully collected and bought over many, many decades. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the kind of um, groups of objects that would spark creativity yeah. and ideas and actually joy for me because I feel like everywhere I'm looking, I am getting seriously excited. Would you say they were curiosities? Yeah, but it, you know what it is? It's a collection. Yeah. It's a proper huge collection. I mean, I've never seen so much art in one place. It's yeah. totally exciting and genius. Yeah. And it's like a bit like when you go to the Royal Academy Summer Exhibition yes. and there's like floor to ceiling. Salon hangs exactly. everywhere. Every single way. Even the door, when we walked through I it, think... has a pink line. It's the most elegant the door, door yeah. I've ever seen in my life. I wonder what our guest thinks of the Royal Academy Summer Exhibition. We'll have well, to ask him. We will, yeah. So today's guest is um, kind of needs no introduction because he's a, a world leader and one of the greatest fashion designers we've ever had in yeah. the UK yes and one of our is, greatest exports he is a sir yes and um, this week has just got the companion of honour yes from the Queen which yes. is like the highest order of respect we're getting a salute right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we would like to welcome to Talk Art Sir, Sir Paul, Paul Smith. Smith oh hello hello what Hi. an introduction <laughs> I'm not sure I'll be able to get my head out of that elegant striped door <laughs> oh, yeah. oh well can you. I just say you have so we've got your you're C-H-C-B-E-R-D-I, Sir Paul Smith. These are, how many letters have you got after your name now? That's nine. <laughs> can, you, can you collect any more letters? Um, was that you're collecting letters, which sure goes with your... I've got an envelope long enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, it's very lovely, isn't it? I've yeah. got, I'm a, also a Légion d'honneur from wow. France as well. And I've just got something coming up from Italy, apparently, which no I'm not way. to say anything about. Well, it's a secret. Is it? Well, congratulations, <laughs> yeah. but congratulations for getting the, I want to get it right, Order of the Companion of Honour. Yes, I mean, to be absolutely honest, I didn't really know about that award, and oh, it's wow. one that you can add on to a, a knighthood, and uh, I looked at the list, and my gosh, humbled or what? Well, you were the top of the list in the well, list. You were the first in the list. There's you? only 65 people who ever can be a Companion of Honour, ever. Um, what, in, no what, so someone has to pass away yeah. before? Yeah, oh, really, wow. it's like a membership thing then. Yeah, and what does I it mean, grant you getting that? I don't, I don't know. I think it's just um, a, a, a nice pat on the back to say, "Well done, sir." Keep going. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. I mean, there's uh, David Hockney, uh, Judy Dench. There's wow. uh, you know just uh, lots of really creative Richard Eyre, who wow. we we yeah, love. Yeah, we yeah. love Richard's work. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, a yeah. talented uh, director. director. So I mean, um, yeah. So very, very, very privileged to be on it. Yeah. And also, Who, it's your your fiftieth anniversary. So yeah, it's like the perfect, yeah, yeah. I mean, perfect a, a time. lot happened last Friday. <laughs> exactly. uh, it was the fiftieth anniversary of my company. Yeah. From when I started, age three, of course. Uh, when I started the company. <laughs> yes, of course. I think it was two actually. Yeah, Come was on, two, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. you were two when you started. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 50th anniversary, 9th of October, 1970. I mean, when I say started the company, that was a 
three meter by three meter room that I called a shop. Uh-huh. Um, so that's that was the start of the company. Um, a book came out by published by Fiden. Yeah, I've got that in front of yeah, us here. Yeah, that's incredibly uh, that beautifully bound. Uh, my foundation uh, started uh, Paul Smith's. That's the important bit. Uh-huh. Paul Smith's foundation. And there's is there a, a like a comma in there yeah, somewhere? Yeah. Okay, well, between well, the and S's. Then an S's. Got yeah. it right. And uh, that's uh, a foundation that I've been working on for a few years and just putting a little bit of money on one side oh. to help. Um, it's it's basically aimed at teenagers and, and or anybody really, but hopefully young people in creative who just want a bit of a you know advice on how do I do that, what do I do. So that's been. I mean, it started on Friday. We've already got I don't know three or four thousand people looking. So at how it. does it work? People ring up and is it like careers it, advice? Yeah, there's or? lots of information on the site. Right. You know, with <laughs> boring stuff I've talked about for years that pe- somebody's written down, which is which is good, and then and then also there's there's a person that can answer questions as well, wow. uh, not immediately, but you but know. to do with creativity, to do with like it's basically all, all my years of experience trying to just help be a mentor in yeah, some ways, uh, yeah, and wow. and uh, so it's not about legacy, it's more about you know just. Uh, experience being passed on to the future yeah, generation, handing it, and handing also that's, it down. that's something that I've always respected you for because I've seen you be this very sort of generous person. So generous. I know there's that pajama line called Desmond and Dempsey, and I think they came to you and had a meeting. Yeah. And you—that's what you actually do for so many different yeah. other creative businesses. What we're talking about this morning, Filofax. You had yeah. a big yes, like, exactly. change there. I know. I mean, they went from selling eight. Yeah, <laughs> I sold seventeen thousand of them. Amazing. Yeah, so uh, over a period of time, yeah. admittedly, not all in a week. Yeah, but um, yeah, but also, I mean, um, somewhere over there, there's probably you see that box over there with lots of kids on it. Uh, oh yeah, a, yeah, a, a yeah, white jug. I mean, that's uh, Oakham School from Rutland. They come every year, fifteen oh, wow. year olds. Uh, the Arts Centre from Pasadena. They come, they bring a, a team of people over. Wow. Uh, well, it's amazing because you have a scholarship as well for yeah. uh, fashion students in Nottingham, where you're from, and, yeah. and Japan, so they can do like a, a, a swap. Yeah. Yeah. And then also I have a scholarship at the Royal Academy and uh, previously at the Slade School of Art. And I heard that you and Pauline actually help to select the students at the Royal Academy School. That's right. Yeah. We so do. brilliant. Every year you do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, so, so um, I mean, we've got some, I mean, um, the lady whose name I l- would love to learn how to say, Lynette. Yaiden Bayachi. Yeah. She's one of our recipients. Oh, really? Oh, why? Yeah. Wow. And she's about to have a solo at, uh, uh, at Tate. Tate Britain, yeah. yeah, yeah coming yeah, up yeah. in November. Yeah, well, it was supposed to be on, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. We Well, love she was there. one of this, this. One of her works down there somewhere. Wow. No, um, well, oh, yeah, I can see an etching, yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah, that's her, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, so she was she was uh, one of the recipients yeah. of their Paul Smith Scholarship. And then James Lloyd, who that big painting is there, he went on to... Uh, win the BP portrait as it was, prize. Yeah, and then he the, did your portrait, didn't he? Yeah, well, then the commission was. <laughs> you know, t- they got they get cash, and then they get a commission. And they said, "Oh, it's to paint uh, Paul Smith." And they he said, <laughs> "He put me through school. He paid for all my education." Wow. So that was lovely because well, I didn't know. Oh, that, that is lovely though. So what? That is just such an amazing gift that you're giving back. What? What do? You, why do you think that's? So important. Why are you driven to do that for people? I've always been uh, just an ordinary bloke, really. You know, they're down, very down to earth. And my dad was really similar. You know, I think hopefully I got some of his way of being. Uh, just a person who never really thought about anything else, really, yeah. other than just having a nice day and doing nice things. And we've never sat, Pauline and I never sat around a table ever and thought, we are going to have a business that's going to sell in lots of countries. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we just thought, oh, why don't we have a little shop? And then... Yeah, it's just amazing that you also have the like space to give other people opportunity and yeah. to support other people and creativity it's, it's, in other it's people. It's so brilliant, I t- honestly. I, I, stay, I normally start here in this room where we are on the fourth floor, um, and then this is my room, and then as we go down the building, I say, well, when they come here, I say, I know you probably want to be a designer, um, but there are lots of other, other lovely jobs. So as we go down the building, you'll see you could be, you know, a window dresser, a buyer, working wow. social media. You know, you can do all sorts of things within the fashion industry. All my three girls that are normally out there um, all, all studied fashion. Yeah. But 
you know, ended up helping me just run the, you know, run things. So and it's you, lovely. You mentioned your father. So do you think his influence in your life, because he gave you a camera, didn't he, quite early yeah. on? Yeah, so when I was 11. Yeah, he was an amateur photographer. And, and uh, such a, I mean, that generation, I jo- they're a joy, that generation. He never, he, he mended his own car. He painted the house. He did the wallpapering. And when he started, uh, he, he, was the, he started the local camera club in the town where we lived. And, um, and then he built a dark room in the attic. So, you know, when I say built a dark room, he built a dark room. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you said uh, there was a mop handle with a hook on the end that you pushed up through a trap door, pulled down the ladder that was on a pulley, and the weight of the pulley was uh, an old painting full of some weight probably lead or something. Wow. And then, That's something out of Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, uh, yeah, yeah, Heath Robinson. Yeah, heard, yeah, 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 so it was very complete. My whole upbringing with my dad was like very Heath Robinson. Do you know Heath Robinson? Yeah. yeah. He, he does this kind of social uh, experimental drawings of like people in the in the kitchen in like there's doing... loads of books over oh, there really? yeah, cool. I mean, but they're all kind of very futuristic but they were done in like the 30s and 40s yeah. right i mean and heath robinson was like you know kinetic energy yeah just uh oh the pipe that goes up there and goes along there then it goes down past that and then uh, and then it heats a radiator <laughs> yeah 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 so it's, it's kind of satirical but it's also what the future could be like, but with everyone in kind of traditional clothes at the time, it's really wow. a mate, like a social study yeah. type work. Yeah. In the book, there's a, one. The, the, in the book, there's um, the editor of the book, who's a guy called Tony Tony Chambers. Mm. He he said, why don't instead of doing a fashion book, why don't you do a book of because of this room yeah. and because of what you guys are talking about? Why don't you do like just choose fifty objects and then do an essay on each of the objects? Yeah, why so you've cool chosen the object and one of the things is um uh a glass um that um are you familiar with the artist called ewan uglo who passed away a few years ago and he was um he was from the slade school of art and he he did um he was study he was taught by somebody called william colstream william colstream was the boss of the slade Mm -hmm. and then he taught ewan and then ewan taught my wife uh, at the uh, the slave school of art and um, and we used to go around to his house which is a funny old muse which was completely as I've described my dad you know like the door closed because there was a piece of string over a pulley with a weight right, right, right. and all that so we were, were having supper and then a glass of wine the, gla- the, the wine glass came out and I could see the base of the wine glass was silver as a cross, and I said, "Oh, what happened there, you?" And oh, I broke the glass, so I repaired it. He'd taken the top of a tap, <laughs> and then put the base of the stem of the glass <laughs> in the hole from the tap. And so wow. that's in the book, and it's just that whole. thing And you've about, got that glass. Yeah, it's over there. I'll show you. No oh way, oh that's God. so cool. Yeah. So let's yeah. just talk about this room, right? So we're in this. Uh, I mean, just to let just you know, one room um, I tidied many. up specially. Have you? <laughs> yeah. So was this this big, massive uh, office desk that we're on? The like a uh, meeting desk. Was this covered in? No, actually, this one's always empty. This is it? Desk. Okay. Because this is where I have my design meetings. Right. And then it's joyful, as you said earlier. You know, you just lean back and go, I love the colours in this Richard Hamilton book or this whatever. And then suddenly you've got the start of a new collection, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, just, a, it's just this sort of birth of ideas, this yeah. room. So what we're looking at is ephemera and uh, curios, as we said earlier, and, and a collection of inspiring things for you over many 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 years yeah this i moved into this um, building in 2000 so this is 20 years it was empty when i moved in because my old office was exactly the same above the covent garden shop on floral street Uh, and then when i left i thought i can't really take any of it with me so i just left it there until about two years ago um <laughs> by which time the moths and the mice no they haven't really <laughs> but um but i left most of it there so when i moved in this room 20 years ago it was empty and most of it not all of it but really a lot of the things you see in here are gifts 
from, yeah. from wow. people around from the world. Fans. Uh, which is just fantastic. Nearly all the racing, cycle racing jerseys are gifts from, from the actual bike riders themselves because oh, I used cool. to be a bike rider. The walking sticks behind you over there from Jamie Oliver and Gennaro and they've hand carved themselves. In that tube there. Sorry, Jamie Oliver hand carves walking sticks. What, f- uh, when he's in Italy with his mate Gennaro, he um, he just they he got taught taught how to to do that. Yeah, by uh, what the, chef, the so chef, cool. chef Jamie Oliver. Yeah, yeah. How oh, crazy. Well, we have to yeah. get a picture there because people are going to be like, "What? That's wild! Yeah. I never knew that." Well, about well initially, uh, Carluccio. Do you remember the yeah, 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 yeah. who passed away sadly? Yeah. But you know, Carluccio. The yeah, the yeah. restaurateur. He started it. And then Gennaro, who worked with with uh, Carluccio, took it on. And then Jamie's learnt. I don't know how many of those Jamie's so, but done. you have to be a chef to then do these <laughs> things with walking <laughs> yeah, yeah, sticks. Yeah, walking sticks, <laughs> chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very logical. But all of this stuff must it is an inspiration. You were saying for collections and people yeah, I mean, send the post, you Honestly, the post almost every day is absolutely. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. And it's from all over the world, isn't it? Because yeah. I know some of those items over there are from Japan, aren't they? Yeah. And, and haven't they actually inspired the colours of some of your there's collection? A, bike, a green bike, yeah. an old one over there. And and on my birthday, about four years ago, this they called from reception and said, oh, there's a lady downstairs who's got a present for you. No way. So I went downstairs and she was standing there. And she said, oh, I'm going to meet you. That's nice. Oh. And then she said, this is a bike from the year you were born. And I said, wow, thank you very much. And... Uh, would you like a photo? And normally people go, yeah, and put their arm around you. And then she was saying, oh, that would be very nice. Anyway, cut the long story short, I said, where's he from? Blah, blah, blah. She'd come from Russia that morning with the bike. Cyc- cycling all the way. Just be exhausted. Yeah, she'd come from Russia that morning. And she was going back to Russia in the afternoon. That is wild. Sorry. And she didn't even know I was going to be here. I mean, it's just absolutely that's breathtaking. dedication, yeah. And then, that's how inspiring you are to people. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah. But do you ever feel yeah. like enough of the gifts? <laughs> I really appreciate it. The most but... wonderful thing was I've, uh, my lovely assistant, who just had a baby two days ago, oh. um, uh, who's been with me for many, many years, uh, and is never phased by anything. So one day we get, um, and she's very efficient, call from reception. Live pigeon arrived for Paul. That's not in the schedule. <laughs> oh my. She didn't go. So, where's this pigeon now? She didn't say, What a life pigeon. Yeah. She says, That's, That's not, not a schedule. I mean, genius. Have you still got this pigeon? or uh, No, he chucked it out the window. It went home. It oh. was for a film. It was for um, some filming because because what you said is when you walked in, I don't have an email. Yeah. So, they were doing the filming and they say, This is how Paul communicates oh, like by carrier pigeon, pigeon messaging. Yeah, he's just Love. writing a bit of paper so, and it, out the window. It, he arrived in the box, the pigeon, and then it, there was a phone number on the side. So I thought, oh, gosh. So I rang and said, I've just got a pigeon. He said, oh, yes, yes, they're going to do some filming. And I said, well, will you come and collect him later? He said, oh, no, just put him out on the windowsill. He'll go, come home. How wild. So we That's put him on the windowsill and he, like, got his compass out. And then he, <laughs> and then he, and then he goes, left. And then oh, that's he, hilarious. That, do you see the red dog over there? Yes. yes. Yeah, that, that, that's for 40 years, an unknown fan has been sending me things like a skateboard, a bit of wood, a fishing rod, a hat, a dog, etc. Do you see the fluffy chicken yeah. in yellow? Yeah. With the stamps on. Yeah. So the, the key, two key things. One is there's never a message, so I've no idea who they're from. And there's never a message, I love you, I hate you, I want money, I want a job. Uh, or, and they're never in a box. They always arrive with the stamps in the address on the actual piece where of where wood. Where the stamps from? America. So it's from America somewhere. Yeah. yeah, so they've been coming for 40 years. I mean, I've had... How regularly? Uh, initially, uh, about every month. Now, a few a year. So um, we had... And it's become like performance art with the with the postman. So Beth, who's on reception downstairs, the postman arrives recently with a cowbell round his neck, <laughs> one of those Austrian cowbells. With the stamps all over it. Yeah, no with the stamps in the address, and he's going dong dong, <laughs> arriving. So she just says for Paul, right? And he goes, yeah. And that was it. So, so it's become like performance cool. art. Actually, on a serious note, I honestly think it's more art than. A lot of 
things we call art. Well, it's it like means, mail art, isn't it? It's yeah, like it's, Onkawara yeah, used to send them postcards yeah, to people yeah, saying, yeah. I'm, I'm still here or I yeah. woke up at 8.30. It, it's absolutely genius. I mean, it's just so amazing. So, so much of this stuff is just... Uh, the, in that carton there that says Highfield on it, yeah. there's, there's, um, there's some amazing rock posters from a, a group of gentlemen who I think they're in their 60s, uh, whose studio is a polythene... It's a, a shack covered in polythene. And they print all the... Uh, some Zimbabwe. They print all the posters for the ro- local gigs. So these arrived one day with no notes or anything. Wow. And and I just think, how do people know? You know, it's so... Yeah. Uh, but all just, of this feeds into your oh, absolutely. work, right? Yeah, well, I mean, the posters were an inspiration for print on a, on a shirt and, uh, you know, et cetera, you know. And also art has really influenced your collections, hasn't it? So you've actually, like, directly been at the Tate Modern, seen a painting, and then yeah. referenced those colours in yeah, your Yeah, Auerbach, uh, yeah. the Frank Auerbach painting is now called Our Artist Stripe. And it was just taking the colours from the painting, yeah. uh, which is now called an artist stripe. And, uh, yeah, it's often direct reference. Um, what do you mean Nazi stripe because you're known for stripes yeah so so, so we took the colors from an Auerbach painting yeah and uh i think there were five colors and yeah. then put them into a stripe and we just did it for one season and then it's become so popular that you know 10 years later it's still so we well these are the more muted ones the more greeny yeah, ones yeah, and, yeah that's right yeah and so does, we, does frank know about this uh and uh, Sorry, the line's gone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he must be aware. He must know. Well, it, yeah. he's, he's inspired everybody. I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't be worried about a stripe being it's taken only the from colours, his anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's not his um, layers of thick oil paint, yeah. you know. So um, you were nearly a photographer for, like, a short period of time. Yeah, I did. I mean, I've shot a lot of our campaigns, you know, our actual fashion campaigns. Mm. I mean, really a lot. And then also I've worked with I worked with Arena. I did some pictures for Arena magazine. I've worked for Casa Vogue, uh, Architectural Digest. Um, yeah, as a photographer. Yeah, I mean just for fun. But the, I, no I, money. I've always seen times. that part of your life though to really inform everything you've done because I feel like you've been taking photographs since you were eleven or something. Isn't yeah, it? that's right. When your dad first gave you the camera. Yeah. And I love this idea of looking because you talk about um, how important it is and to remember as an artist or a creative individual to actually look at the world around you and and then the word you've missed out is look and see look and see yeah yes. that's the key thing because when you've got a little viewfinder on a on a film camera yeah you've only got that two centimeters by two centimeters and you have to really line up the shot and uh, and you know 11 pocket money only 22 shot 24 shots on the film you didn't really want to make a mistake. No, so you, you really, really learnt how to set up the shot and then go up in the dark room with my dad and then develop the film and then put it into the uh, the enlarger, the negative, and, and see the magic of the print arriving. Yeah. Uh, and then, yes, it came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. uh, and then that taught me to look and see, really, and, and to be, I suppose, to be observant. I think there's another quote I read about you saying that you like to be childlike, not childish. Yeah, very much so. Which I found really inspiring. Uh, yes, well, I, I'm sure all of us in this room, I mean, that's I, yeah, absolutely the we key. We definitely are, yeah. That's why I always say with this room, it's not childish, this room, it, because it's got toys in it. It's childlike. And what that means is you're not cluttered with education or history of it or experience. You are, but you must not be if you want to be creative. So you just say... Well, why can't we do that? Let's have a go, you know. Yeah. And it's just a, I think it was Picasso who said, I, I, I spent his life, you know, still trying to paint like a child, you know, because it's so free. Yeah. My missus is a, is a, you know, she studied at the Slade School, Slade School of Art. So she, she has a, a, a capability of painting very and drawing very nicely. And one day she was um, with her granddaughter when the granddaughter was very young. And uh, the girl said, oh, could you, could you draw me a cat? And so Pauline started drawing a cat that was pretty good. Mm. And she said, no, 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 you don't draw a cat like that. So she got out her, she got out her pen. And uh, I'm going to do this like this now. She got out her pen and she just did. 
She oh, said, wow, "She mate. said that's how you draw a cat." <laughs> so I've just drawn it for every for the guys here, uh, which is two triangle ears, uh, one little round face, and uh, and I think that's uh, that's thinking like a child. You yeah, know? totally. So so real and, and and normal and lovely and special, you know. So she said, and Pauline said, "You're absolutely right, darling. You're right." Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's inspired you. But so so your first. Uh, shop underneath or behind it there was a underneath you, yeah. you made it into a gallery yeah, space yeah. <laughs> where you, and, it, yeah. and you got we did it smell of damp down there yeah, yeah, but exactly. you were shown works by David Wha- Hockney and Warhol I know can you believe I had a Hockney a real a real soup can signed by Hockney Warhol 600 uh, Warhol yeah. sorry uh, 600 quid <gasps> 600 pounds and I couldn't afford to buy it. I didn't sell any of them. But how did you how did you set up being a gallerist then for that moment? How did you acquire well, the art to be in I, there? And- I I, um, I had a, some friends in London uh, from uh, one was from Petersburg Press, who were the people who did all the printing for Hockney, <laughs> and then another one was a, a company called Idea Books, and they were they had a little gallery. They're still they were, going, aren't they? Uh, yeah, They've got an Instagram page. Yeah, yeah, yeah different co- setup now, but oh, okay. yes, same name. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they just let me have on what we used to call sailor return consignment, you know, work by Hockney or by uh, Bailey and uh, Warhol. Wow. <laughs> and we had all this stuff in Nottingham. And I think I, um, yeah, I don't think I sold anything. But Really? It, 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 nobody could afford it in Nottingham, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it was 600 pounds. Isn't there a story that you bought your, your own Hockney print somewhere else, like at a museum, well, but you had very, to like not pay your very, bills that month? Yeah, the very first <laughs> piece of art that Paulie and I bought that was significant was um, the uh, print that was to go with Hockney's very first exhibition at the Whitechapel uh, in 70-something, 70 72, wow. I think, 70, and it was called Pretty Tulips. And so it was either the gas bill or the print. And guess what? <laughs> we print. bought the here print. That's what we both did. Have, as you, well. have you still got it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We, we've it's uh, it's on the on the wall at home. And then so, we started buying because Pauline just met, she was at Royal College of Art studying fashion initially, yeah. and then went on to be uh, interested in uh, art history, and then went studied that, and then went to the Slade to paint as well. So she's got this lovely wide spectrum of, of uh, experience. And she she crossed over with Peter Blake and wow. uh, uh, Peter Phillips and Kitai and wow. uh, Hockney. And, uh, so it was sort of a, a very magical time at the, at the uh, Royal College. So we started buying, we, we bought a few Hockney prints around that period in the 70s and then Peter Blake, a uh, pop artist called Derek Bosher. He's mm. one on the stairs actually mm-hmm. out there. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And I was always quite interested in this idea of the Bauhaus as well and how that might have inspired you. Because if you actually look at everything you've done, you do seem to do such cross-disciplinary kind of, you know, you include all different influences from so many different places, yeah. which was quite interesting. And I know that when you had your bike accident, you ended up hanging out with artists and yeah. you met Pauline. Yeah. So like, has that has, has art and um, Bauhaus and all of those kind well, of things absolutely. really influenced you? I mean, the, one of the first major exhibitions I went to was the Bauhaus exhibition at... Um, I've written it down here because I couldn't remember the date. No, I can't find it anyway. But oh, you know, 1964. No, that? that that's that's something else upside down. Anyway, um, <laughs> it was the Royal Royal Academy had a Bauhaus exhibition in the 60s. Can't remember when. And um, and then I bought the book. And I thought the Bauhaus originally when I was in, when I was um, 
18 and started me- mixing with the art art students. Yeah. They used to talk about pop art and art and Bauhaus. I thought Bauhaus was a housing estate near Nottingham. Oh, really? you know? <laughs> and then I realized it was actually a German art school. Yeah. And I bought the book and I just carried that book everywhere. I've got it over there somewhere and it's yeah. just falling to bits because I, I, I just love the lateral way they thought, you know, like a, a bicycle handlebars became the, the inspiration for a chair or... And I did a project very humbly with uh, Annie Alba's foundation. Yeah, I've uh, got one of your blankets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. I guess the thing about Bauhaus is it's mass production, but yet within mass production, you can retain individuality and you can have your own style, even yeah. though it's something that is available yeah. for everyone. That's right. I mean, and just the reason I like them the most is because of the thing I hope, and that's what I hope with the book, is it's a real lateral way of thinking about things. So not going down the obvious route, you know, just saying, well, what if, what about this? Let's try that. Like the pink shop in LA, for instance, mm. you know, the the, the big uh, massive pink shoe box on Melrose. I mean, that just came from this table thinking, well, let's do it in pink. <laughs> you know, and the joy of being an independent company and not part of the big one of the big uh, you know corporations is that you don't have to think about things they have to think about brand yeah. image and all that yeah. i don't even know what brand image means anyway but, but and i know yeah. i know that a lot of artists have connected to your clothes as well so david hockney actually comes and shops in your shop yeah um what, what's it been like meeting artists are there some artists that you've met that have like had a big influence on your life well i mean that's I mean, David Bowie, as a, a, he was—he used to come and sit in my office above Floral Street, which was a bit like this, a smaller version of this. Or for a cup of coffee or something. Yeah. Wow. No. Yeah. Because he, he, I met him first because one day I was in the, in my, it's an, it was an old attic uh, and uh, I got a phone call from downstairs. They said, David Bowie's downstairs. I said, I thought I heard a lot of racket. <laughs> there was about 600 people out on the street oh, no. because they'd, somebody had seen him go in and all that, you know, the word had gone out. And um, so I just popped down and just said hello. And then we got to know each other. And he used to come and uh, hang out. And um, I mean, not a lot, you know, a few times. He used to call me Smithy. <laughs> you know, oh, what's that book over there, Smithy? Why have you got that? So he was very curious, uh, wonderful. I mean, really wonderful. And Pauline had supper with him one night with Hanif Qureshi, you know, and uh, the the writer and yeah. his wife, wow. the four of us, and then um, uh, Bowie and his Iman, his wife. And I, we we ate in a restaurant somewhere in the West End, and it was um, as we left the restaurant, we were walking down the stairs. It was upstairs somewhere. And David, David was just with Pauline and I, and he turned to Pauline and said, "The party's over. We're going to call it." A... And Pauline's like, <laughs> like "David oh Bowie god. is now singing to me so personally on the stairs." Oh my god! Yeah, so... and you dressed him a lot, didn't you? Do in one of his yeah, yeah. This lot, well. you see, there's a nice picture down there. Oh yeah, that's me poking around my head around the back. Can you see? Oh wow! Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, and he's pointing at you in the yeah, picture. Yeah, no, Aww. yeah. Yeah, so uh, Bowie and Patty, of course, Patty Smith is a really she's very uh, a regular visitor here, and uh, we made some jackets for her recently. And, wow! Uh, so it's nice. Yeah. And what about working with like painters in your practice? Um, yeah, I mean we've worked with painters uh, who are normally up and coming. Mm. Yeah. Painters. So how do you find them? How do these people uh, come to? You? And that's normally uh, to do with a scholarship. Yeah. And then also the fact that because people now have the scholarship, now I have the shop in Mayfair, yeah. in Albemarle Street, and um, they. So we've worked with um, uh, several young young painters there, like the one I think you. Is it the? Um, is it uh, uh, Joy? We love Joy. We love them. Yeah, you got three ceramics in there yeah. by them, and they're yeah, beautiful. Wonderful. Yeah, yes. wonderful. Very fine, and then hand painted. Yes. And then there's a girl called Holly Freen. There's a guy called um, ha- uh, Tom. Oh, Holly Freen. I like. I love her, her yeah. paintings. Yeah, and John Booth. Kind of course, faces John, John Booth. Yeah, and stores then, uh, Tom Hammock, and yes. uh, who's exhibition was cancelled because of the virus, but that's coming up again. Uh, right, and we've done. With some of his work, we've done little handkerchiefs and scarves as well. So I forgot about the John Booth thing because I came to see that because you you had his head pots um, yeah. in your store because you have a kind of part of your album store. store. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is downstairs such a it's all interiors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And also, we let him have a studio down there for a while so cool. no way. because we've opened a new shop in downtown LA, mm. and it features all of his work, or huge paintings all the way around, and uh, all all the windows are full of John's 
vinyl, we made vinyls of his work uh, on the windows. So it's this amazing, because it's the Orpheum Theatre here, yeah. and we're next door on uh, South Broadway, mm. in, in old, what we used to call Skid Row down mm. there, you know, which is changing which a lot. Which makes me think a Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is, it will be good once, uh, yeah. once people are allowed out again. Yeah. Um, so John's done, did the entire shop, um, so that was great. Uh, and then I'm, I'm, I'm not very good at remembering all the names, but, you know, in Paris we've done collabs with uh, French artists because we've got one shop that's just got all the walls are shelves so they can do little pieces of art and then just lean the art on the shelves. Oh, wow. So we've done we've done quite a lot of projects with them. Um, so musicians, artists. Um, do you go to museums a lot? Do you visit museums? Uh, normally, yeah, all, all, all the time, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and because I travel a lot, yeah, um, I often go in Tokyo or you know Kyoto or wherever, you know, um, Milan, Paris, etc. Yeah. And talking about traveling, I my ex boyfriend actually met you in one of your stores at Heathrow Airport, <laughs> um, and you actually were serving him, and he couldn't <laughs> believe it was you. I love that story that you actually like taking such an active role in the actual shops. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll always find me on a Saturday afternoon if I'm in England. Yeah. Um, in my shop in Albemarle Street in London. Yeah. And um, I I've never forgotten who pays my wages. Yes. Never, never, never. And and it's the customer that pays the wages, and so. Uh, and I love meeting people. And that particular shop, normally, not now, of course, but normally is just so international. So you meet, you, and that's where I actually, going back to artists, we met a lot of artists by just them coming in yeah. and then chatting. Then, you know, if we can try and do something with them, we we do, you know, which, is, what which I, is... What I love about your stores is the way that every single one is distinctly yours, but they're all curated with all different ephemera, with all yeah. different objects and yeah. paintings and stuff. Do you Do you place these and go that i'd like this shop to have this painting and these these sculptures and these yeah normally we do yeah i mean obviously it's got a little bit too big for me to yeah it all comes from your collection absolutely yeah yeah well alan who sits the other side of this wall Mm. normally um he he's there so i just say well in hamburg i think we should uh you know we should have this artist or that artist and then um, with the shop in Hamburg and Berlin, we have a big art wall there. We have these things called art walls, which is a bit like the one you're sitting next yeah. to, which is just just full of, of of pictures that go from something quite precious, from or from a drawing from an eight year old who sent it in on an envelope or something. You know, that's what I like about there's your no collection. Hierarchy. Though is there's no hierarchy yeah. exactly, a but also it. that you you have like street artists. Like I think that one might be Bast even. Like, yes, yeah, up there. Yeah. And I know you have like Banksy painting, and then you also have paintings by you know artists that you would see in the Tate. Or, yeah, you know you have this really yeah, mix the kids of sketching. things. I always things select. That you love. Um, I always select on spontaneity nothing else it's never to do with money or fame or anything i just like well i'd like that can i afford it do you go into like charity shops and flea markets well not not so much now but a lot of the initial collection was exactly that yeah and uh on portobello road in the 70s when it was an antique yeah, was it yeah, really yeah. truthful antique place? Yeah. So there used to be a gallery uh, in Westbourne Grove called uh, Cult Gallery where I bought really a lot of paintings there uh, for 400, 500 pounds. I mean, I bought at least 100 from him over the years, you know, to go to different shops yeah, around yeah, the world. Because yeah. he had a, he, it was mostly work from the 50s and 60s. So it was a particular style. What's your house like? If your shops are like this and this is where you work, yeah. is it similar? I have a room. You have one room where you're, where you're allowed to be a hoarder. My and... wife has a house. Right. <laughs> and I have a room. And yeah. what's your room like? <laughs> hmm. Okay. <laughs> Look around. Very similar. To and me. what's your cleaners like? Are they, are they a fan of yours? Or? Uh, they have a fantastic method of cleaning this room. Oh, go really? on. Blow. So they have the vacuum cleaner that gently blows and then suck. So the dust goes like this, and then they switch it to a vacuum cleaner, and then they go like that. God, that sounds like an art performance in itself. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> amazing. It's like dust floating in the air. And and the is that daily they have the to do that? Or? Uh, on a, they used to do it daily, but I get in so early. You know, I get in at six every morning, so it's a bit of a – sometimes we cross over. Yeah. How, do, how would you define your 
taste in what you collect? I know you said that you're very varied and you you can't, but there must be because it there must be something that links mm, everything. It's very hard to to answer that question because obviously I've got all this is um, the William Colstream you and Uglo style. So yes. that's a particular paintings, yeah. that's paintings from the Slade School of Art. Yes, actually that's a, the one on the right's a Cabusier yeah. still life, wow, which amazing. is disappearing on the hour from the sun, but. Mm. Um, <laughs> it is a computer. Wow. Uh, and then, um, I, obviously, I support a lot of artists, so I'll, I'll often just buy a painting because I like their work. Yeah. And as you can see, there's big stacks of work just leaning against the the wall because I've just literally run out run out of space. That's They're all framed. They're all framed <laughs> in the black frames, a lot of them. They all yeah. have a uniform style, yeah, but, so they can all have a salon hang but work cohesively together. Yeah, but... And, and, and I don't even mind if they, they don't work that well because I think they, I love the mixture of things. Yeah. I mean, on the wall there, you've got that, uh, that's Chatsworth House, the painting, the, the photograph, Duke of Devonshire having a sleep. Mm-hmm. And that was a photograph taken by Lucian Freud's assistant. Oh, David Dawson. David Dawson. Yeah, David. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. know David. Yeah, we David, him David on the show. took that. Yeah. Great. And then you've got a, a sketch by Yves Saint Laurent. Yeah. And then you've got... Uh, David's photo- also a painter. Have you seen his paintings? I haven't, I haven't seen his paintings. Oh, you oh, we love, love his paintings. paintings. Yeah. You'd really Brilliant. like them. They're great. Yeah, I've got, got really a lot of his photographs. Yeah. I've got the whole set of uh, Lucians. Did you get yeah. Lucians? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like the advice you gave as well, where you were saying that you don't need to worry about the status of something or whether it's expensive. It's just whether it speaks to you. Yeah, absolutely. And that you can start a collection even with no budget, and you did yourself, so it's your proof of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, right in the early days, the, the biggest expenditure we ever had was the Hockney. And then uh, after that, I, I used to... How much was it? Can you remember? Uh, I don't... I, I'm trying to... I've, I've got 200 pounds in my head, but I think it was less than that, I wow. think. And it was a signed edition? Yeah, it was a limited edition of 70, I think. Wow. Um, and then um, we, my wife then, years later, found a little rhyme by somebody called Billy B, I think. He said, I had a little Hockney, nothing did it bear except a 10% increase in value every year. <laughs> yeah, 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 I yeah, love yeah. that. So it got shoved in with the print oh, inst- I love instead that. of the gas, gas metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know that little picture there of the pot, potted yeah, yeah, plant? Yeah. I mean, if you looked on the other side of that, it's a kid's, it's, it's a piece of wood that's a kid's game. Oh, and wow. then just one of... Just somebody sent it to you know one of the oh, love one of the people who send me things uh, sent it, so the, uh, that's so important. That's equally as important as you know. The, yeah, again, it's no hierarchy. That's uh, Dame Laura Knight. That's Cecil Beaton. Wow. Um, What's your most prized piece of art that you own? Um, I mean, I've got a painting by Banksy. Wow. Which is um, in. Uh, hidden away at the moment because it's just come back from an exhibition in in Denmark. But uh, so you know, obviously, we, most of us know about the Prince by Banksy. But yeah. I bought it, uh, you know, uh, from a mate of his mm. uh, uh, years ago, and and uh, it's an, it's the Van Gogh flowers dead. Yeah, yeah, the flowers. Yeah. Are You've dead. got that. That's yeah, your collection. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and I've got two another painting by Banksy as well, and a print by Banksy. And I've got. And have you uh, met Banksy? Uh, I don't think I have. <laughs> Unless you are. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you for buying my painting. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> it was bloody expensive. Yeah, yeah sorry about that. Yeah, yeah bought me yeah. a car. Actually, it wasn't that expensive. Um, yeah, so... You've got Hepworth as well, haven't you? Uh, I haven't got any Hepworth, no. Who who would you want? Who do you cover then? I mean, I, I, I've got some uh, Rauschenberg prints. but oh, wow. Yeah, but I, yeah, one of the real... Collages would be would be fab. But do you yeah. do you have a budget now? If you buy art, if you saw something and like, I love that, do you go well? It's, that's too much money for me to consider spending on one item of art. I don't. Um, not really. No, I've never really gone for the real thing. I mean, the whole, the Rauschenberg that I like, um, which has got Kennedy in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Buffalo Two, I think it's called. Yeah. Uh, from sixties. I mean, that just sold for $50 million. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, uh, so there's no way, especially right now with the way trade is yeah. around the world. Yeah. I, no, I, 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 the last painting I bought was of some toilet rolls 
um, which is uh, done by James Lloyd, my original. Which is very of the rhetoric right now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a you know, valuable item. Yeah, the yeah, commodity yeah, yeah, at the yeah, start yeah. of lockdown, they, yeah. they were like worth more than gold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we ask every guest two questions. Um, one is if you could do an art heist and go to a museum or someone's house or anywhere and steal an artwork, and it could be huge or it could be tiny and we could right. put it in your pocket, which artwork would you take home? Can you put the S on the end? Yes, Artworks. totally. Oh, yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. And that does make sense, looking <laughs> yeah, at your yeah, collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably need more than one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Rauschenberg buffalo with the Kennedy. Yeah. Because I suppose Rauschenberg, you know, I, I went to uh, New York in 74, and uh, 1974, and the place to go was Leo Castelli Gallery yes. and uh, and Rauschenberg was one of the stable uh, and Hockney uh, was yeah. um, was he not I don't know okay. I mean, they were very it was pop it was, right, it was right. quite American pop, as well pop gallery right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. and it was fantastic gallery and then Pace Gallery which is where my shop is now the old Pace Gallery yeah. is now my shop yeah. Um, but yeah so Rauschenberg I would nick a Rauschenberg definitely um, you know collage because that was so revolutionary at the time. Um, but then, you know, you've got to have a Matisse in there somewhere, haven't you? Of course. Yeah. Which um, I'd probably steal from St. Petersburg, from the Hermitage, you know, because when I first went to Hermitage and look, at, I, I saw the the um, Matisse for real. I'd always seen them, like, in a book, so I always thought they were the book size. Yeah. And then when I realised the whole... The size of the goldfish swimming around in the in the uh, jar. I mean, God, beautiful. So I'll have one of those, please, as yep. well. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> the list would go on. But it's really. more painting than it is um, photography. Well, uh, yeah, for, I, I don't think I'd buy phot- photography. I think I'd buy painting. And most of my the work I've got is is um, by well known people, uh, prints, because I could never uh, spend the money on on a painting. Mm-hmm. So. The, the paintings I've got are normally where I've support, supported students, so mm-hmm. they're sort of a sensible price. And mm-hmm. uh, but the um, I'd love you know I'd love a, a big Hockney or a, you know. Have you met David team. Hockney? Oh yeah, yeah. There's a picture of me and him down there. Really? Somewhere. Yeah. What other artists have you met? Uh, you met Christo because I saw a Christo print downstairs. Yeah, to yeah, you. Christo. Yeah, I was a huge fan of. I've been to nearly all the Christo. You know the the the. Um, uh, the various things the, when you wrap the round stack and wow. the, you've seen them in the flesh wow yeah yeah, yeah ranch stack. I've, I've got an original Christo um, with the with these one of his original drawings with um, of the ranch stack with the bit of the fabric as well wow, and I wow. Yeah. that's really precious that's very lovely that's at my home in my room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who else? Who else? You, did you, you must have met a lot of the YBAs when that was all kind of kicking off. Hurst and um, Emin and yeah, yeah, I know Tracy Emin Hurst. Uh, yeah, I know all that group. And then um, uh, Lucy and I knew very well. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Did he paint I, you? Pardon? Did he ever paint you? Draw no, you? No, no, he didn't. No, he was due to come here to look around, and then he got ill. Um, and passed away the next week. So he was, he was going to come and he, he he always kept saying, "I want to come round. I want to come round." Aww. I used to drink very posh wine with him. Yeah, <laughs> extremely Sancerre posh. or whatever it was. Yeah, no, no, posher. no. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. What's a posh wine? What's the poshest wine you could uh, have? I mean, Margot, Chateau Margot, uh, San uh, San Julien, uh, with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Francis Bacon. Uh, never met him. No, no, okay. never met him. So sadly, but. Um, Kitai. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh Albac? No, uh, I don't know. Not Albac, no. Nearly met Albac because he there was he there was talk of him wanting a corduroy suit from us, but never quite happened. I, I always wondered if you'd met Bridget Riley, because I always the thought stripes. like Bridget know, Riley would really like what you did. She probably bought me on the nose, think I should have stolen my idea. <laughs> which I did which I didn't know. <laughs> no, no, at no, all. Of course not. I didn't even know. No, I mean there was um Peter Blake, I know very well. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Peter, you know, that live age oh, yeah, from sweet. Peter. Yeah. Oh. Well, the other question we ask everyone is, what is your favourite colour and why? Oh, how can you ask a boutique owner and a fashion designer that, that question? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the point about fashion is that um, it's very much about seasonal colour. Uh-huh. So it's, it's a tough one to answer that. I mean, I do like a good red, but not pillar box. Hell no. No, no. What, what, not, what kind of red, though? Um, not pillar box. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any other red. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, and red and orange together are 
feisty. Really good. You've actually got an amazing orange cardigan in your new men's collection that yes, I saw online yeah. that is the brightest orange ever. And yeah. I just and there's one with your Afghan Homer. There's a print you oh, Yeah, and I'm yeah. obsessed oh. with that jacquard jumper oh. with, with the Homer, Homer Afghan. On. The manager, yeah. original shop manager. I know, your was. original shop yeah. manager, yeah. the dog. I love this. Yeah. Yeah, we both looked exactly the same. So <laughs> and we, we saw the we saw the picture when we came in the entrance as well. And I, I love this idea of like personal details like that. You know, your actual personal yeah. family narrative. It's sort of biographical, your collection something. and the way you yes, put your right. work out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean lots of references to things that we've done together. And this the lockdown collection, let's call it, because I couldn't you know, the one I did in this room yeah. just talking to my designers was really based on the holiday. Uh, snaps because Paulie and I have about 30 maybe more photo albums since the year we met so she's really brilliant at keeping but you're archivists you are like the most perfect archivist because you're saying all these references you're going oh that book's over there from my youth and that picture's there and you know you know where it all is I know I I mean that freaks everybody out including me (laughs) your mind yeah yeah so you, so she's even now with digital, she'll still have a print made, um, and and so, you know, we went through the, the the lovely lovely albums we've got, and that was the inspiration for the collection of mm. uh, going back to a three pleat trouser from that I wore in the eighties, or no. a, you know, a wider, bigger shape shirt, or yeah, because you've made a collection that's inspired by the fifty years of your business, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, well, that, that's the, yeah, that's the, that's like really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's a lot of photo print, um, yeah. which I, I was, I, apparently I was like the pioneer. You were a pioneer yeah, of it, yeah. yeah uh, the photo print, you know, taking, taking a photograph and then have it printed directly onto fabric. Yeah. With this yeah, one mil. And you and Anya Hinmarch, was Anya Hinmarch doing that at the same time? You know, the bag designer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I'm. A lot older than Anya. Yeah. She's clever, but um, I, and probably she does a lot of photo print. But but I think probably I was there earlier just because I'm older, not not because I'm clever. Right, right, yeah, right. I mean, gosh, I could uh, I could show you the lots of interesting things in the room, but um, we've probably run out of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well. Thank you so much, right. Sir Paul C H C B E R D I. A joy to spend time with you, <laughs> you, you, you in you, your you, creative you. space. I love it so much. Yeah, this has been uh, an absolute joy. So I know. Um, well, next time when you do it, bring the video camera and then you can uh, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah we're we're going to take some pictures now, if you yeah, don't mind, yeah. for yeah, the Instagram. Of course, and everybody course, listening, yeah. please go to our Instagram to have a look. And then there's at Paul Smith. No, this Paul Smith design. That's it. And then there's Paul Smith. That's my one. Yeah. And, and then you've got the new one for the foundation. Now there's Paul Smith's. Paul Smith's. Foundation. Foundations. Foundations. Which yeah. I followed last night because it's a brand new account. And yeah. you've done one post so far. Ah. And yeah, and it's growing already. So everyone check out the We uh, should try and get foundation. talk us, try and get involved in Paul Smith's foundation. We should actually. It's a charity. I'd love to get yeah. involved. I love, yeah, I love I mean, the whole ethos yeah. of it. It's very much it's what just, we're It's just, just about into. putting back. Yeah, yeah, that's totally, what it's yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. We love you, Well, thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 You've been listening to Talk Art with Robert Diamond and Russell Tovey. Follow us on Instagram at Talk Art, where you can view images of all artworks discussed in today's episode, with music by Jack Northover. Subscribe to Talk Art at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Give us a rating and write us a comment. Thanks for listening. 